Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. My guests today are my most beautiful travel companions, my kids, Natalie and Alexi. We have traveled a lot together. I made sure that they would like traveling as much as I do, and I'm going to ask them today if it worked or not. My kids are dual citizens of Cyprus and Switzerland. They are both in Switzerland at the moment. Natalie finished studying at the Lausanne Hotel School and Alexi is a psychology student at the University of Zurich. And um, I think the rest will just take it as it comes. Hi, my babies. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm very well, thank you. How about you, Alexi? Are you well? Well rested, yes. Good. You're prepared for this? Yeah, of course. I've been, been excited. ready for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Afraid of your mother's interview? No. no. Actually, a little offended that we were the third guest and not the very first. Oh, I'm sorry. But I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if you would agree. So I'm really, really, really pleased that you are here with me today. And, third time's uh, the charm, isn't it? Let's true. talk about your first trips which you don't remember. You both traveled before <laughs> you were six months old because you were both born in Cyprus and I had to obviously take you to Switzerland to show you off to the other side of the family. And um, you were both always were very good travelers, always well-behaved on planes, easy. And uh, I think I could see from the beginning that there was a lot of potential in traveling with you. But I'm asking Natalie first. Natalie, do you remember your first... Actually, do, what is your first travel memory that you can think of? I think it's definitely going to Switzerland because we because we went to Switzerland every year. I think from the beginning on, uh, even twice a year. But what I like the first memories I have of being abroad is probably being in Lus near Lucerne, Emmebrook, just running around with the other kids. And I remember the in the summer the the road being so hot and we were always barefoot. I don't know why. And I think there was a lot of children in that neighborhood. So we used to just play with random kids. And I remember being able to sneak over the, um, there's a hedge between Marlis's house and the neighbor's house. And I remember being able to just climb over that and then being in the other house. And it was so exciting. But yeah, I think that's like the, the first memory of being abroad. The traveling, I don't remember traveling at a young age somehow. Like the plane rides, I don't really remember that. What about you, Alexi? What is your oldest memory that you can think of? Well, my memory often eludes me. And it's it's usually a combination of maybe some parts that I remember and obviously some other parts that have been constructed by others and I've interpreted in a certain way, you know, so it's often not really what I remember happening. But I feel like it's 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 just certain parts of Marley's house and her neighborhood. And yeah, I agree with Natalie. I can't really remember a lot of the actual traveling because I don't think anyone really wants to remember those parts because they're more of a burden than actually arriving. I mean, you could say traveling is part of it and sometimes it can be enjoyable, but often it's just, you know something you get over with but yeah I think um, when you start saying things everything comes back to me 
Yeah, it's about stories you hear more than memories that you have. Yeah, and it opens up things in my mind that, and then, yeah, the memories come back. Yeah, yeah I, like Natalie, when, when she was a small baby before you were born, Alexi, we used to get upgraded on uh, Cyprus Airways and you used, Natalie was like the charm of the business class on Cyprus Airways and everybody was carrying her around but you don't remember that. And also going to Greece, I don't think you have many memories of going to Greece because when you were small, we didn't go that far. We used to just stay in the neighborhood. Switzerland and Greece was our triangle that we traveled to. But then, of course, I was dying to go further because uh, I had to go back to my old areas that I liked. And um, I used to spend so much time in Florida and I spent so much, I went so many times to Disney World that I felt that I wanted to take my kids there because I had taken so many other kids there before as a tour guide. And so in 2004, we traveled, the three of us, we traveled to Miami and stayed with a friend. And I believe that uh, you have some memories of that trip to Florida, don't you? Natalie? Definitely. And there I also remember the, the actual traveling part, being in a plane for that long. Because I think we I think we flew over Amsterdam. Or yeah, we left we from were. Amsterdam. We flew Amsterdam, Miami. And it was the first um long distance flight. And it was so it was so exciting being in that plane for so long. And then just I mean, arriving in America and just knowing it was so Everything was so big and so different, and I have like mixed like all kinds of different memories of because we visited one of your friends, Fancy. We were at her house first before we carried on, and I remember that we had like saved up money to buy like <laughs> electronic devices because they were more advanced in the U.S. and there was like the, all the new stuff was available. And I remember having saved up for to buy a Walkman, and being in the in the huge. I, I guess it was, probably was Best Buy or one of those big electronic shops. And I remember picking out my Walkman from the big pile of like I don't know a million Walkmans because there were so much of them. And Alexi wanting a, Alexi having saved up for his Xbox. Or was it? No, it wasn't the Xbox. First, he bought the Game Boy. Ah, uh, was it a Game Boy? Was that the same? The same place we I bought the 50 cent CD. Yes. <laughs> I think it was... Uh, Tell us about that 50 cent CD and why you bought it. <laughs> I don't know why I bought it, but it, I think it was Get Rich or Die Trying. <laughs> you were uh, young. <laughs> I was young and I, I have no idea where, how on earth that, you know, that idea of buying this CD came to mind <laughs> at a, I don't know, I was seven. I think. I mean, the fact that you allowed me to buy the CD is... Okay, so you're putting the blame on me? <laughs> no, of course not. I'm, I don't I'm... think you knew what it was. Yes, even. I, I had no idea who 50 Cent was. And because I was a nice mother, I just said, because you had saved the money and I always felt yeah. like you had made an effort to save money. So you should be allowed to buy whatever you want. But I remember when we li- when we listened to the, ca- to the CD yeah. in no, the I, car. I always... I've always appreciated that openness, you know, that you always let us, gave us a bit of leeway and you were always open for us to do things. <laughs> it's hilarious that, you know, I was listening to a 50 cents. <laughs> it was 50 cents and sugar babes. Now, but I think that came out. Yeah, that was babes. another one. Yeah. 
Who bought sugar oh, babes? I had a memory. Um, Alexi, because I remember, I just had a memory from Larnaca, Air, the old airport. And we used to be allowed to buy something at, in the duty-free shop. Yes. And I remember that that time, I don't remember, I think we were probably going to Switzerland and Alexi bought a sugar babe CD and I bought a share CD. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and nobody liked share, so we listened I, to sugar babes the whole time in Switzerland. <laughs> you, could, you could tell already that I had the better music taste back yeah. then. Definitely. Natalie, share. What made you buy share? share? <laughs> I think because the CD had like a cover and it was um, metallic purple. And I really ah. liked the cover. So that's what I, yeah. that's where I bought See. it. And I like to see like three women on his CD. That's when he bought his. <laughs> so now we were in Florida. What else do you remember from Florida? Do you remember anything from the parks, Disney World or Epcot or the places we went to or not really that much? I just remember Florida being extremely green. I just see green when I think of Florida in my mm -hmm. brain. But um, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just. Green. I remember driving to Disney World to, to Magic Kingdom the first morning and I was so nervous because I was worried that I wouldn't find places and I had forgotten to release my handbrake. Yeah, I remember that. I remember and this man you. in the car behind me came and yeah. said, you you should release your handbrake. There is white smoke coming out of your exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. and Because you had to like line up in the car and go and pick up your ticket, right? The, or whatever. Yes. I remember that. I don't remember the rides so much, but I remember, I for some reason, I very vividly remember the food court <laughs> where we <laughs> of course you did back then <laughs> um and i remember i think my favorite thing to eat was uh, mashed potatoes with gravy <laughs> it was do you remember the handbag you want to tell the story yeah. of the handbag no i've tried to put it far away now. I'll tell it then. I'll tell it because it, it reinstalled my belief in mankind because Natalie had bought a handbag in Miami and we went to Orlando and the first night we were having mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> she left her handbag on a chair in this huge Disney world and we went back to the room. I went back to the restaurant to check but it had gone and when I came back to the room, I called Lost and Found. Being the tour guide that I was, I thought there must be a way. I'm not just not going to let that go, even though I told Natalie that she'll probably see, not, never see that bag again. And I called Lost and Found and they said that they will look into it. And they gave me a number, like a, a location, location number. And I kept calling and calling. And I think we had arrived on a Sunday. And on Thursday morning or Thursday, when we came back from a, an excursion, the light on the phone was blinking and I had a message from Lost and Found telling me that the bag was found and we could pick it up and everything was in it. And I thought that is just so amazing that somebody picked up that bag, found it, saw it there and dropped it off. I think that's a beautiful story because there are a lot of good people in the world. Yeah. And also, yes, I, I still have. I still have the lip gloss that was in that bag. <laughs> it was because it was the first time I had discovered Claire's the teen shop with all like, like like girls' accessories and all that kind of stuff. And I remember I remember how the bag looked, and I still have the that very first lip gloss that I bought. Are you keeping it for good luck? Yep, it has it's rainbow colors. Fantastic. <laughs> it was always about colors, wasn't it? So, yeah. And then the next Claire's that you visited was in New York, wasn't it? <laughs> Claire's and Claire. 
yeah, we stayed with Aunt Claire in Forest Hills. <laughs> and um, the first trip to New York, what do you remember from the first trip to New York? I remember a lot. I'll let Alexi do some remembering because I remember like most of it, I think, because New York made such an impression on me. Yeah, I mean, that was 2005. Oh, yes. um, I just remember the buildings looking even bigger than they did, you know, later on in life because I was around half the size that I am now. <laughs> looking up and seeing these astoundingly massive skyscrapers compared to the you know, the buildings and the scenery in Cyprus, it was magnificent. But uh, yeah, I do remember playing football in uh, Aunt Claire's garden, but I do not remember if it was with um, little Nicholas. Was he born then already? Yeah, well, there were some other cousins around. Yeah, okay, we had yeah. some visitors. Yeah, I do remember playing on uh, Aunt Claire's uh, little lawn. She had like this, I don't mm -hmm. know, it was probably around... 25 square meters max so there wasn't a lot of leeway yeah. but it was I remember that being very exciting and just yeah the contrast between the massive buildings and then suddenly being in this little suburban like backyard area. Yeah. yeah what about you Natalie new first New York impressions well I think the first thing that I remember is meeting a lot of new families that I didn't that we didn't know really that all live in the us that we we met most of them for the first time or that i can remember in any case so it was definitely that and then just manhattan because we didn't stay in manhattan the first time we stayed uh in queens and we would go we would take the subway and go to manhattan it was this big this amazing event because you were in this huge city and it was it was something that we had never seen before like i remember standing in times square at night I think we were there quite late for some reason uh, before we went back. And it was just, it was like daylight. It was like, like as if it was 12 o'clock uh, at lunchtime. Yeah, I don't know. E everything was so impressive. And I, it just made such an impression, impression on me then that I, I've always said I want to live in New York someday. And it was definitely just because of that. It's just the very first impression. And also the fact that we went back all those times is, I mean, so it says a lot about. Well, that was my visit. choice. Did you mind going back? Because I always oh, no. took you there, but you liked it, didn't you? Yeah, I think we asked to as well. No, we probably like asked to go to New York when it was when it came down to deciding where we were going to go. Yeah, and then we started adding some other places to New York. Like at once, I remember we went to San Francisco. I think in two thousand and five, the first time. Yeah. Oh, yes. I have a story about San Francisco in 2005. Do you remember when you played with the safe, the safety deposit box? Oops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why we even decided to play with it. I don't know how that even came about. But yes, definitely remember. And we, I think we were trying to put something back inside or take something out. I don't remember what it was. In any case, we, of course, blocked the safe. And the password that that mommy had um, set for it did not work any longer. And we had to call for help. <laughs> and um, I remember just, I think you called down and a few minutes later, two security guards showed up and it, they were like knocking at the door. And there were these 
big, huge men. You know, it was just about opening up the safe, but I guess that was the only security that was on the premises. And they just showed up, these huge men, and somehow cracked open the safe. I don't even know how they did it, to be honest. Yeah, but, but first yeah. I scared you a little bit. I think I told yeah, you, you all. very happy. No, and when the big men came, I thought I, <laughs> I was hoping that you would be a little scared of them. I think we were. You probably did it uh, deliberately. Yeah, you <laughs> probably asked them to send up the biggest men they had. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what about more memories of San Francisco of the first trip? Are there any? Unfortunately not. No. <laughs> I'll hardly <laughs> take over. <laughs> I remember loads because we were we traveled with one of our aunts that we had just met, right? Well, great aunts, I guess. She joined the trip spontaneously. And I remember just being, we stayed at a really nice hotel at the Fairmont because I think you wanted to. You had like, you knew it from your previous trip. I had a thing for nice hotels. Oh, yes. Still do. <laughs> no wonder I went to hotel school. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the hotel and I remember seeing Golden Gate Bridge for the first time and I remember Pier is it 39? Yes. I think. Um how fishy it smelled and all the seals everywhere. I remember Gap. <laughs> of course. I don't know why. We were cold. We didn't yeah, expect true. we didn't expect San Francisco. I I could I hadn't I had forgotten that it was so cool in the summer. It was very windy, wasn't it? And we both we all yeah. had to go and buy a, a gap fleece. Uh, yeah, true. Hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> I have yes, pictures. I remember mine was purple. I remember it very vividly. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember camp chowder. Then I don't know, we went back to the States once more in between, but I think one of the interesting events to talk about was that trip to New York in 2010. <laughs> when you must have, I don't know, you must have had access to the internet in the, by that time, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, course. definitely. We were because on Facebook already. We knew that we were going to be in New York and then you were taking charge of the program. Who wants to go <laughs> first? I'm curious who found, was it me who found the concert? I must have been. I mean, it must have been you. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a phase where I didn't listen to anything other than basically I don't know thrash metal, um, <laughs> specifically Megadeth, Slayer, maybe a few others. But it was it was quite you know. <laughs> How old were you? I was thirteen. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. You were younger. In well, 2010, 12. he was 13. He was born in 97. Yeah. So, Still, you were tiny. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> I must have stumbled upon, you know, this concert, which was taking place at the time that we were there. And yeah. Not only <laughs> the, the concert, the book. Oh, the what book about the book? Signing, yes. Yeah. The book signing was on the same day as the concert, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I we got a book signed by... The man himself, Dave Mustaine. And then we went to see Megadeth, Slayer and Testament at the <laughs> Isolde Center, which I loved. Yeah, I mean, as you know, uh, that and the 50 Cent CD is just telling of how open you were. You know, the, the in that book, I mean, Dave Mustaine includes his like 17 uh, rehabilitation visits and all his experimentation with drugs. 
And I think it really, you know, helped me develop as a person and see the world, you know, for its good things, but also for its, you know, that yeah. happen and that, that, you know, these things happen to everyone and that, you yeah. know, it's, yeah, so. You think it was a good thing that I allowed to take of you course. to? Of course, of course. I'll amazing. tell you my version in a minute. I want to hear Natalie's version about this heavy metal concert first and how we got there. <laughs> I just wanted to add. It must have been a very interesting image. I really wish I could see it as an outsider, us standing in that line for the book to be signed. Um, yeah. I guess it was me, you, Alexi, <laughs> and like a bunch of metalheads waiting for they must sing. <laughs> and oh, I remember very vividly um, us saying, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> After we got the books, or like, see you tonight, because we knew <laughs> we were going to the concert. <laughs> and I remember just... We had to. We took the bus to go to New Jersey, where the concert was. I guess because that was the easy. There was a a concert bus like organized by the I guess concert organizer. I don't know. And it was just. It was literally like a fan bus. So it was us three and a bunch of people who were very into metal, very much older than us. And it was just so loud on the way there, and they were all like already like getting ready for the concert and screaming, and singing along. And um, yeah. yeah, just I wish I could have uh, experienced the whole thing as an outsider, just looking in. It must have been so funny. Yes. Yeah. So I, it was me, you know, prim and proper with my two children sitting on that bus with all those <laughs> metal heads pierced to But they were all really, really nice people. But when we got into that center, which was all fine. It was huge. But when the music started, <laughs> I thought that I will not survive this. It was so loud and it was so, well, I don't want to say horrible because that would be unfair to the people who like this music, but it was to me, I wasn't used to this. And I thought, I don't think I'll be able to survive these three hours. <laughs> yeah. If there's one thing I can attribute to my bad hearing, it, it, that concert definitely yeah. is included <laughs> yeah. so yeah but and I also during the second half there was a break yeah and during mm -hmm. the break I had a beer and I was feeling a little more relaxed after that beer <laughs> but you were um, probably feeling more relaxed due to all the fumes from uh, the marijuana <laughs> that, that yeah oh yeah well. I mean and, I as a as a naive 12 year old boy I think I thought it was sweat you know there's a similar smell like yeah. sometimes so I thought it was like okay these people are sweating I had no <laughs> idea what it was. they were also sweating well yeah of course but the smell like you know that smell doesn't just concentrate no. into one huge fume of you know cloud of smoke yeah but I have to say that despite my fears during the second half thinking how on earth are we ever going to get back to Manhattan after this those buses were lined up outside and we were back yeah. at the we were back in Manhattan in a way. I think we were in, in about half an hour after the concert finished. We were back at the hotel. Yeah. yeah. And I think we were all a little proud of ourselves. But <laughs> well, I was, I was ecstatic. So. <laughs> it was an amazing experience. So um in taking my kids from the little island of Cyprus to a Heavy metal concert in New Jersey <laughs> at the ISOT Center. I think that should it should be part of one of my medals. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And getting through it too. What else did we do? Let's talk about other trips. 
more impressions because now you are getting older. I think mm-hmm. after that, 2011, we went to Australia, to, first to Thailand and to Australia. Yeah. And um, one of my hotel loving things comes in there. I always wanted to stay at the Oriental Hotel in Bangkok. And that was one dream that I made come true for myself. And of course, you two enjoyed it too. Do you remember the Oriental? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. Very fancy. I think it was one of the nicest hotels we ever stayed at. We spent well, we, quite we, a lot of time on at the at the pool. Yeah. And we ordered stuff to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um we we also we went out a lot in Bangkok too to run as we, we just walked around. I yeah, remember we got oh my god. Sprayed water. Yes, it was a was water the, festival. Yeah. I think it's maybe it was um could it have been New Year? Chinese New Year? Or I think it's well, called not Chinese New Year. Well, they celebrate that too. Thai New Year. It's got a name, something water festival. Yeah. So in any case, should I say the rituals that are part of the festival is that you just throw water at everyone that walks past, including innocent Natalie, Alexi, and Mami. <laughs> I just remember just being completely wet. I think we were sitting in a tuk-tuk or whatever, and we were bagging past, and we just got like an entire bucket of water thrown at us. <laughs> well, I mean, in, hi- in hindsight, being aware of the massive water festival going on, tuk-tuk yes. maybe wasn't the best idea. No, definitely not. And but, Yeah, um, it was fun hindsight, nevertheless. Yeah. It was very fun. Was Many very things funny. in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I have very, very fond memories of, of Thailand. It was so cool. And when we visited the temples, yeah, it was like gold. It was so impressive to see all those amazing, the whole um, co- uh, temple complex, I guess. Yeah. Did we go on a boat? In Thailand? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we did. We did a night excursion, I think. Yeah, I think we did. Because I remember there was that floating market. I think I remember... Being on a boat and seeing that floating market somehow, but okay, maybe it's... Yeah, I see it again too. Yeah. No, wait, that was in Hong Kong. Okay, I'm I'm having another memory. Anyway, yeah. we we didn't. Oh yeah, we have to talk about Hong Kong as well. But we didn't. Um, we did, we only stayed in Thailand for three nights, and then we went to Sydney. Yes, Australia was so cool. Yeah, I'm so I'm so cool. very fond of um, Melbourne as well. I remember Melbourne being yeah. such a cool town, very hip, progressive. Um, yeah. yeah, Natalie was getting on our nerves with all our shopping, and it was the first time that <laughs> we actually was fifteen. We actually sent her off shopping on our own. Don't you, Alexia and I went to the gym <laughs> at the hotel. Well, yeah, because Alexia was such a he was so impatient, and all he ever wanted to do was just eat, and he was always hungry, and he never wanted to wait for anyone in any shops. So. I think I just went off by myself for an hour and it was like a big deal because I, I was led to go outside by my all by myself in a big city. <laughs> but I remember I loved it. So you felt good in the big city on your own. Oh yeah. I think that's where it started. That's why that's where it came where it comes city. from. Mm-hmm. And um also then taking that train, we went to visit friends a couple yeah, of in hours. Wollongong. Yeah, well, south of Wollongong. It's in Jervis in Bay. Jervis Bay. Yes. Uh-huh. The whitest beach in the world. Yeah, true. That was so nice also. And we had this amazing excursion on a catamaran. Yeah. I remember that too. 
and we went diving or we went we just went into the water and it was really cold so we were we put on wetsuits but I don't remember why because it was cold but I have another thing that I remember that um that train trip I went to buy the tickets and I said I need an adult and two children's ticket to Naura, I think Naura was the nearest train station. And this person gave me those tickets and told me a price. And I thought, this is not possible. There's no way that this can be so cheap. And I was, I got annoyed. And, you know, the racist in me came out because I thought this person doesn't understand me. And I asked again and I showed it and I wrote it down and he said, no, this is correct. And then I I thought it was so cheap taking a train in Australia because in Switzerland, it would have been about 20 times more. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that that was, uh, we we didn't take many more trains after that, but um, we took an excursion to Phillip Island when we were in Melbourne and we saw the penguins come home. Mm Yes, yes. Yes. They were so cute. I remember that too. What other stuff comes back from Australia? Late afternoon or late or early evening. And we were just waited by the beach and then all of a sudden they just came they just came out of the sea. All of a sudden it was amazing. They just started coming out one by one. And suddenly there was hundreds, if not thousands, to be honest. But yeah. And they were chatting with each other, (laughs) going home, going to cook their dinner. Yeah, they all brought their little fish back. In their little nests. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I I never went, none of us ever went back to Australia since then. I think it's time for another trip. I'd love to. I think about it a lot, actually. I would really like to go back to Australia. I mean, it's been exactly 10 years. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. We need to go. We definitely need to go, but we're not done here yet. We have more places to talk about that we visited (laughs) together. Norway. At some point. Yes. We had a good time in Norway. We went to Bergen. Bergen is the Mm -hmm. place where it rains like, I don't know, 360 days a year or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it rained. It was it was around a time that I was actually listening to <laughs> some heavier metal than thrash metal, which was black what? metal. So going to Bergen was pretty exciting for me because I think I had actually seen parts of that town in uh, some black metal documentary. <laughs> and I was just thinking about all this heavy music and, you know, like the, yeah, <laughs> that was exciting for me. <laughs> Alexis trips with to each his <laughs> own. Somebody <laughs> remembers colors and somebody remembers music, but it's yeah. so much fun. Our last trip, big trip, of course, when Natalie in 2015, Natalie went to study. So we didn't have uh, that time together anymore available. And then you went off on your first internship to Hong Kong. Yes. Why do you do you sure. think the fact the way going to Hong Kong had something to do with the fact how you grew up that you wanted to go go and explore? Oh, definitely. I wanted to go <laughs> very very far away. I remember because it was such an easy opportunity to go away. It was six. It was six months all planned. All you had to do, well, all you had to do, was look for an internship, find a position, and then off you went. And I remember just thinking, okay, now's my chance. If I'm ever going to live in Hong Kong for a little while, this is now's the time. And it was amazing. It was the best time ever. And then you came to visit me too. A lot of people came to visit me. It was That was also very cool about it. 
You were there you, for you worked a at week the W or? Hotel for six months. Yes, I did indeed. It was awesome. And you guys stayed there when you and came we and stayed there, and it was gorgeous. And we had yeah. uh, that brunch. Where we, where did we have brunch? Oh, yes. Oh, no, don't remind me of that brunch. Oh, uh, what was it called? The hotel. It was the most dreadful <laughs> stomach pain that I ever had. And I remember <laughs> going to your... I don't know if I want to go into details. No. But I, I won't, I won't. But <laughs> I spent a lot of the time on the toilet at your friend's. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> But yeah, because it was open, open bar. It, yeah, it was open bar and just all you can food, eat, all you can all eat, you can all you eat. can drink champagne. I mean, it was ridiculous. Every, <laughs> had everything. Yeah, gluttony so at its fine. It was amazing, and then yeah, really. And after we had eaten everything, they put the barbecue on, and they, were, they asked us <laughs> if we would like some slow cooked like pork or whatever, like. Um, Oh my God. It was, that was, and Alexi, you had your graduation suit made in Hong Kong by a tailor. I did. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I was around 25 kilograms heavier <laughs> than I am now. Because you were working <laughs> out, you were playing rugby. Yeah. That well, reminds yeah. me of another trip when Alexi was supposed to do his maths A-levels. He got an invitation by the Cyprus national rugby team to go and play yeah. in Hungary. Rugby and, seven. and guess what the mother decided? What of was course, more important? Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate that as well. I mean, the math exam didn't even matter at the end in hindsight. But um, I was very happy. Of course, you know, I, I, I was very, very appreciative of that and privileged to have such a mother. I, I've, I've always, you know, had that at not at the back of my mind, but always at the front of my mind. And yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Even though I fractured my uh, wrist. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah, I but know. I think he did. That's not your fault. You know. It was but a I, funny, you know, series of events. Let's say that. Yes. I also need to say here that my children have a father who I have been married yeah. to for 26 years. But unfortunately, he doesn't like to travel so much. He only comes with us to Switzerland. That's why all those trips were done by the three of us. Yeah. Yes. But he was very, he was supportively waiting he was for always, us to come back. Of course, yeah. Yes. And we, had to br- we used to have to bring him loads of things back. Especially yeah. when we went to the US, he had like very specific things because <laughs> he used to live in the US and he knew what he liked. So we had to always go and look for, I think one day it was always spent shopping for daddy. <laughs> That's very true. Tommy Hilfiger shirts. Yeah. And Calvin Klein jeans that have not existed for the past 20 years, but we still had to look for them. <laughs> He's actually getting desperate because we haven't left, left oh, no. the island since July and everything is washed out. <laughs> but uh, we will get there again. Yeah. So let's talk about the last big trip that we then managed to do again together because, I mean, there's a lot more that we could talk about. I want to do another interview with Natalie because she traveled um, just before COVID. She went to Georgia and Armenia and to Iran. And she but can actually remember things. <laughs> these are things yeah. that she can consciously remember, but that's uh, that's too much for this time. I want to just have a quick uh, a touch on on our last trip when we went to Canada. And first of all, of course, like we always do, we started with New York. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say it was after a long time not having been in New York. 
and we finally made it back and it was really really cool yeah and we just did we didn't really even do much we walked around we ate at nice places we stayed downtown yeah we stayed where did yeah. we stay i don't even remember but yeah the first time we stayed downtown it was a cool neighborhood and i remember seeing some i think it was some actors and actresses from the show atypical if i'm not mistaken really yeah i don't know if i mentioned it but i i remember some of their faces or you always think you saw so many i i did i saw (laughs) them i think it was the sister of the main character and the friend of the main character in atypical and of course i won't go into detail but when we were there in like 2014 i swear (laughs) i saw rose Byrne. Yep. The Australian actress. But anyway, let's continue. Well, I saw the Jonas Brothers, and that's where that um, love story began. That's, a, that's a story for another time. Yeah. They were filming in Central Park, weren't they, when you saw yeah. them? Yes, it was amazing. Wow. Uh, yes. <sighs> yeah, that's how things... But then after New York, we went to Calgary. We flew to Calgary. Yeah. And we got a car. And mm-hmm. met up with friends. We stayed outside Calgary, about an hour out, outside Cal- uh, Calgary in a place called Cochrane. And we met up for dinner with friends. And then started driving through the parks. That was so amazing. I, I, I mean, for, for, for people your age, I thought at the beginning, mm, you know, they are, it's not exactly that exciting for young people. But you did enjoy it, didn't you? Oh, that was one of my favorite oh, yeah. trips ever. Yeah, me too. It, it was, was so, so stunningly cool. beautiful. Yeah. It's like going through a picture book. Yeah, it's it's it incredible. It's like a never-ending Switzerland, but even it's, cooler. In yeah, it's like Switzerland, but everything's just yeah. 50 times bigger. Everything's more massive. The lakes are bigger. The mountains are higher. Everything's bluer, greener. It's just it's such an amazing experience. And being able to do a by car also and just road trip and stop yeah. wherever you like and um, plan your own routes and everything was, that was so cool. And we went canoeing on Moraine Lake. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I mean, it's beautiful. Even looking at pictures we took of that, I mean, it doesn't look real. It doesn't. Yeah, it it does. it's true. I have one picture of myself sitting there. It looks like a poster, you know, like a It looks like you're Photoshopped. Yeah, yeah. Every time. And that lodge that we stayed at. Baker Creek. That was so nice. That was amazing. We had our own little house with a fireplace. And then on we went to... um, I don't know what was it called that place we stayed. That wasn't very nice. That hotel. Jasper. Jasper. No, after Jasper. Do you remember Jasper? Jasper? Was nice. Jasper. I got. I have. I've had one of the best bottles of wine in my life called Therapy. (laughs) Was that in Jasper? I think so. We eat sushi from the supermarket in Jasper. Yeah, Yeah, and and wine. We bought the wine and took it to the hotel. I see. Because that sushi was horrible. <laughs> you don't buy sushi in a Canadian supermarket, Natalie. You I should know, know that as, know. A, as a trained um, I know. whatever. But sometimes people make bad decisions. Sometimes. That's true. <laughs> whatever. And then we ended up in Vancouver. Yes. Yes. That was awesome. In Vancouver. Yeah, we were a bit unlucky. We did have a lot of rain, didn't we? Yeah. It never stopped. But another nice hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this is more or less there is a lot more I mean one could talk for days about these trips but I want to ask you 
how did all this traveling affect you? Natalie, you want to go first? How did you, did you feel sometimes forced to go to all these places or did you enjoy it? What did it do to you? It shaped me as cheesy as it sounds. I live to travel. I love traveling. Even now, all I really want to do is travel and be somewhere else all the time. It encouraged me to to also live abroad, to like try out different places, to go on internships abroad. It made me who I am in that sense. And I, I know I belong to the world. I don't really belong to one place for forever. And I think traveling at such a young age and regularly like we did makes you very open to the world and makes you very, very adaptable. So you you can be in any environment at any time and feel comfortable. And I think that definitely helped me a lot to become who I am and to be able to deal with loads of different people everywhere. And that's definitely something that you get from from seeing all, like getting all those different impressions throughout the years. But yeah, definitely never felt forced. We were, we loved it. It was amazing. We, um, unlike all the other kids, we used to be able to go on amazing trips and go so far away. And I, that's why, I mean, at the end of the day, that's why we're a little bit different. Like we were a little bit weird, but it's in a good way, you know. It's good to be weird. We're not like everyone else somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Alexi? I can only speak for my current self, you know, not how I felt then. But I mean, I'm extremely appreciative of all the experience I got to experience with both of you. And I'm always thankful for that. Seeing all these beautiful places and um, just the the privilege that we have even to be able Mm -hmm. to travel to these places makes you think, you know, I mean, um, traveling is essential, I feel like, just to see, just to open your mind the the place you live in is not the only place and it's not more important than any other place and there are other people in other places that are doing things that are different and might seem strange Mm -hmm. at first but they're you know they probably feel exactly the same way and it's it opens up to you know the the world will just go on without you and it's important to know that you know everything else is just as important as you and where you are and it all coexists and it's a shame that a lot of people and that's the thing you know people that are just um secluded and you know I don't know I'm not gonna be specific but there's just certain places that people just stay where they are and they they are usually the ones that have a lot of you know prejudices and stereotypes because of this fear of the unknown and it's I think it's important and of course it's not I wish it was possible for everyone to do and yeah that's pretty much what I can say I think it's shaped me it's made me open to others and very appreciative and if I can add to that of course I think it's I think it's very important what Alexi said it's such a privilege to be able to travel And that's why I think it's kind of those people that have that privilege, it's kind of our responsibility to do it in a responsible way, to travel with an open mind, to travel consciously and not just, you know, go somewhere because it's cool and uh, take advantage of everything and not leave or not give anything back. I think one should really think about the way that you travel and the places that you choose and how you experience those those places and how you interact with the the people there 
exactly like as a message something that i've learned in my own travels independently afterwards also yeah, yeah. for sure that's wonderful so where shall we go when we are when we can first of all i miss you like crazy because we are not yeah, in the place you too but it we, we will come get home. Oh, and I want to come home to my home. But we can, we will do that soon. But if we could go somewhere tomorrow, where would we go? Japan. <laughs> I'd love to go to China. I mean, I'm learning Chinese, and or China. Whoa, but that might be China. a separate project for me for a bit longer. You know, just to yeah. But we we'll could add something. You could go, and we could come and visit you or something. Yeah, so China, it is. But we'll see. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we definitely will travel again. We love to travel. We live to travel. And we are very conscientious travelers in a way because we respect the places that we go to. That is Conscious one, as well. Very, yes, very conscious. Mm-hmm. And and um, yeah, so I think that's all for today. Did you enjoy this? Mm-hmm. Very much. It, it brought up yes, a lot very of memory. Much so I could talk about this for hours. Well, maybe we'll do yeah. another one sometime because I noticed when I did an interview with my friends that at the end they said that they wanted more. But for now and yes. for today, for this episode, I want to thank you. I am really, really, really glad that you came on this uh, episode and I want to tell you how much I love you but before I get too emotional I'm going to end this and uh, you know say this here soon any last words I love you too thank you so so much for having us yes thank you very much we can all have a little crying session after you stop recording that's it that's what we're gonna do (laughs) if you enjoy my podcast please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.